1: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I
3: get you? I'll have a strawberry
4: mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else?
5: Extra wheatgrass. Here you go.
1: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled.
5: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury...
6: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Seaton is on the road somewhere in Ohio, stopping through, taking a pie to the face this morning from one of our listeners after losing the Bengals Chiefs bet. We'll hear from Seaton a little bit later on. By the way, you can still enter the contest to win that sprinter van Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. Not our family. The 2021 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Play of the day, poll questions, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. If you're watching on Peacock right now, we're showing you some of the video of Seton's road trip <laughs> Oh no, with the French kid. It looks like Dumb and Dumber Part 3. Yes. Yeah. But I think they made it to Columbus last night and they were going to go to Cincinnati this morning, just passing through, then going to Nashville. And then I think trying to end up in Memphis later on tonight. But so far, no issues from what I'm told. I told them don't tell me any bad things. Just tell me good things. And uh, therefore, I didn't hear from them yesterday. That's a good thing. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at com. Twitter handle at show. One of our favorites, Nick Wright, Kansas City Chiefs apologist. He'll join us coming up. You know, I did text him when the game went into overtime, Chiefs-Bengals. And I said, hey, I think my Bengals got the attention of, of the Chiefs. That was it. So just going into overtime. And the Chiefs had the ball. They won the coin toss. So I sent him a text. Didn't hear back from Nick Wright. And then I said to Fritzy yesterday, let's just see if uh, Nick Wright wants to join us. You know, a couple of days later, maybe it's a little bit more tolerable. He's able to kind of look back and give an honest opinion. Yes, Tom.
5: He basically texted me back against my better judgment. (laughs) Yeah, I'll
6: go on with that. (laughs) Yeah, Polly. But you didn't send a gloat tweet after the Bengals
7: won? Nothing. No. But your tweet almost was like, hey, whatever happens here, we gave you a
6: scare. Yes. Okay. Because, you know, I'm thinking maybe Kansas City's going to win this. They're going to score a touchdown. It's going to be over. But I wanted Nick Wright to know who said the Bengals were going to get blown out. That, hey, I think we got your attention. That was all. That was all I said. And then I didn't hear back from him. And I said to Fritzy, I said, reach out. He might be still a little frosty, but that's, you know, it's all about content. Bill Plaschke from the L.A. Times will uh, give us his thoughts on the Rams going to the Super Bowl and how big a deal is this in Los Angeles. Hopefully it's a really big deal, but I know there's going to be a lot of Cincinnati fans. This is another thing. When you think of home field advantage, it doesn't always work where a Super Bowl can be sort of a sterile environment because it's more corporate. It's not the true fans that show up. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in Los Angeles if you're going to have your tickets, sell your tickets. You're going to go to the event, but that home field advantage, it it doesn't feel that way when it comes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Paul.
7: And I think a lot of Bengals fans will be there. I've gone been a lot of Super Bowl weeks with you guys, and I notice a lot of fans come down and they'll party all week. So let's say you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan. You're planning on spending your money on a family vacation or a bro vacation. You're like, well, here's a curveball. Let's, let's just go to Los Angeles. We'll figure it out when we get there. We'll find tickets. We'll have fun. And that's what a lot of people do with Super Bowls. They just get out there and try to figure it out when they get there.
6: Twelve days until the Super Bowl. By the way, when you get to a Super Bowl, then you get national stardom. And Joe Burrow is going to have this for two weeks. Matthew Stafford, you know, waited his entire career to get to this point. Joe Burrow is more famous than Matthew Stafford. But he's more famous because he won a Heisman, he won a national title there at LSU. And now he's in the Super Bowl in his second year in the league. Matthew Stafford was toiling in Detroit. And it was like, oh, yeah, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, 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 he's pretty good. He might be a Hall of Famer. Now you get the non-sports fan who goes, oh, yeah, Joe Burrow, he's the Bengals quarterback. Now, is this sustainable? That's what's going to be interesting to find out as we move forward with all of this, whatever happens in the Super Bowl. But these two weeks, these two weeks are about Odell Beckham Jr. That you're going to have stories about him, clicks, and he gets clicks. Stafford, uh, kind of the redemption. Uh, he's always been a really good quarterback. Now he gets the opportunity. Aaron Donald's place in history. Cooper Cup. um, you're probably going to have the um, let's validate Cooper Cup's greatness uh, because Cooper Cup doesn't do interviews. I mean, he's not he's not a social media guy. He just he is chill. It's just like here I and this is what I do. I just play football and uh, like I sometimes play really really uh, well. But he's not seeking any of this. And then you're going to have the Bengals. The Bengals are going to be the star because it's going to be. Uh, you know, how, oh, they used to be the Bungles. And uh, how did they go from this? Hey, worst to first. Hey, any team. Hey, there's hope for all of these teams. You know, the Bengals had the fourth lowest odds to win the Super Bowl. And the three beneath the Bengals ended up with the three worst records in football. Like, this is why it's just crazy that this happened. And it happened now. And I thought the AFC North would be as competitive as any division. Maybe the most competitive. And it turned out the Ravens weren't what we thought they were. Neither were the Browns, and neither were the Steelers. And the Bengals... I mean, go back to the Bengals losing to the Jets, losing to the Bears. Vegas even had high odds on the Bengals' head coach getting fired during the season. That's how crazy this is. And here they are. And they've beaten good teams. So, this isn't one of those where... Sean McVay's got to go, come on, guys. Come on. You got to take him seriously. Now, do I think Kansas City probably went into that game going, so uh, when do we get to Los Angeles? And and do we want to play the Niners or the Rams? I, I don't think that there was too much of a, uh, hey, come on. It's Andy Reid going, got to keep an eye on these Bengals. They can be kind of pesky. And then they realized that there was a game. And by that time, the Bengals had momentum, and they had a philosophy, a defensive philosophy. You have the preseason odds for the Bengals?
7: Yeah, the worst odds for the Super Bowl, like the least favorites. Houston Texans, Detroit Lions, Cincinnati Bengals, New York Jets. And then it went to the next tier was Jacksonville, Philadelphia Eagles, Atlanta Falcons. The top odds for the Super Bowl, there was about five teams that were really uh, liked. The Chiefs, the Bucks, the Bills, the Rams, and then Niners Packers were up there too.
6: And Ravens. Um, Tom Brady shakes off retirement. We'll uh, hear from Tom coming up. Jim Harbaugh continues to flirt with the Vikings. By the way, college football signing day tomorrow. That's got to be a little bit awkward on the campus of uh, Ann Arbor. The teams that are coachless, Dolphins, Jags, Saints, Texans, and the Vikings, although Harbaugh is going to have an interview tomorrow in Minnesota. I I don't understand it. I don't if Jim wants to coach in the NFL, it's almost like, hey, if I don't get this job, uh, I'm gonna come back to Michigan. All right. I mean, these these schools are gonna be recruiting against Michigan and they're gonna go, not that dude doesn't even want to be there. And if he comes back, how long is he committed, you know, to coaching you? This is what they do. They wanna flip these recruits. And it's you know, this is dirty tricks. Whatever it takes. I mean, this is This is warfare out there trying to get these kids. And if Harbaugh's not committed, hey, Harbaugh's not committed, why would you be committed to Michigan? That's how these things work. But he's going to go talk to the Minnesota Vikings. I still don't understand why the Dolphins, and maybe they have. Stephen Ross is a big uh, Michigan donor, booster. And he said, oh, I can't take him. I, I can't take him away from my alma mater. Well, if you know he's going to leave your alma mater, then you're going to take him. Like You don't want somebody else to get him just by saying, I don't want to poach him from my alma mater. If you're the Dolphins and you're Stephen Ross and you know he's available, then you sign him. Absolutely. But I don't know why Michigan is saying, hey, Jim, go out there. See if anybody loves you as much as we do. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Wild weekend in the NFL. Saw Tom Brady's potential retirement. And we, of course, were given two great conference uh, title games. Then you got the head coaching carousel. Hard to follow. The Raiders hired Josh McDaniels. The Giants hired Brian Dable uh, this, uh, this past weekend. So there's five openings remaining. Maybe Jim Harbaugh with the Vikings makes sense. Uh, Kellen Moore and Eric Bieniemy maybe they get a shot. They are well-thought-after uh, uh, offensive coordinators. Brian Flores has been getting a lot of interviews. People still want to know what happened in Miami. Mike Zimmer shown the door in Minnesota. So there's names out there, and this is what makes the NFL you know, a 12-month-a-year sport because the offseason sometimes is more interesting than the regular season, and that's saying a lot because you're going to have Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have Russell Wilson, Uh, I I still think Tom Brady is retiring. He's just going to retire on his own terms. In fact, you know, Brady said something to Jim Gray on the podcast last night that I was told uh, over the weekend that Brady would not interrupt the football games this weekend. So the information didn't come from him. It came from somebody else, perhaps in the organization. But here is uh, Tom Brady talking about being disappointed with the reporting.
2: You know, I was actually a little bit, uh, you know, disappointed that that would actually, you know, play some part of of what's going on in NFL football, which to me has been such an amazing sport and it's a it's a great sport. And, you know, the focus should be on, um, you know, those great games. So you're right. It was trying to enjoy a nice weekend. It didn't quite turn that way because my phone got really busy. But, you know, that's just part of being in the situation I'm in.
6: Right. He didn't say it's wrong. Plus, it's not Shefty's job or Jeff Darlington to go, uh, Tom, uh, when's a good time for us to break this story? Um, maybe Tuesday afternoon, something like that. Maybe Wednesday. I think Tom will have a tweet that he'll put out. It'll be, you know, there'll be video attached to it. It'll be well, well thought out and uh, classy. And he'll be able to hold a press conference, and then that'll be it. That, that's my feeling. You know, I know that there's talk. Could he go back to San Francisco? That's where he's from. San Francisco turned him down, said they were staying with Jimmy Garoppolo, reportedly. I don't, I mean, then Tom's got to uproot his family again to go all the way out there. And I I just don't see that. It feels like there's enough there that Tom is saying everything, but I'm retiring. He just wants to do it on his own terms. I mean, that's the feeling I get. And when you say, well, taking it day by day, like what, what exactly are you processing here? Because it just feels like he's he's holding off the inevitable. Like, okay, just, you know, taking it day by day to find out what. Like, what are you waiting for? What information are you, is it football related, family related, financially related? I just think Tom's made up his mind. He just wants to do it on his own terms. And he's earned that right. But, You know, I know that people, you know, piling on Shefty and Jeff Darlington. You know, they—I think they did their job, and I know ESPN stands by this. ESPN is, you know, the way that they're viewing this, they've moved on. Like Tom is past tense. Tom Brady's NFL career past tense. Doesn't feel like that. There's going to be the hey, I don't know. What about the possibility of Tom joining the Niners? I could see Aaron Rodgers joining. The Niners. I I don't see Tom Brady joining the Niners. But I can see Aaron Rodgers doing that. But I don't see the Packers letting him go to an NFC team. It's like I don't see Seattle letting Russ go to an NFC team. Hey, you want to go play someplace else? You're going to play in the AFC. And that's why all signs lead to Denver if Aaron Rodgers happens to leave. All right, we'll uh, settle on a poll question. We have uh, more Tom Brady sound to bring to you from his podcast with Jim Gray last night, and uh, I think that well phone calls as well. We'll factor that in. Come up with a poll question after the break. Seaton will join us a little bit later on once he gets the pie to the face. We will bring that to you as well. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. You still have time to enter in to win that van. Uh, you have till February second, which I believe is tomorrow, Todd. That would be correct. Thank you, Todd. February 2nd, you can go to danpatrick.com and a chance to win the van that the French kid and Seton are taking cross country, the Mercedes Benz Sprinter van. So, danpatrick.com by February 2nd. And uh, Mercedes Benz vans, you expect innovative safety features. That's why I felt really good. I was a little nervous about them going cross country, but there's so many great safety items on there. Blind spot assist crosswind assist, expect performance and reliability with an MBUX, voice command system, five-star dealer network, and available with the gas engine. This has a diesel engine, but this is a really special van. It's the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 by Storyteller Overland. And uh, go to danpatrick.com. The uh, DP Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
5: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
6: If you're watching on Peacock, and why aren't you if you're not? Marvin's in the front row in Seaton's seat. Paulie's here, Fritzy's here, and uh, Seaton will join us a little bit later on. Once again, Dolphins, Jags, Saints, Texans, Vikings are coachless. Big story yesterday, or at least more of the story, was Tom Brady was on his podcast with Jim Gray, the Let's Go podcast. And he was disappointed that the story came out over the weekend because he said it interrupted my weekend. Plus, I was told he didn't want to take away from the conference title games. But he uh, kind of, I don't know, it feels like he's just inching down the road. It feels like he's already down the road mentally. But I think he has to sort of play that game of, you know, I'm I'm taking my time here and uh, the process here. And he actually spoke about the process and, and finding the right time.
2: You know, it's a good week for me. I'm just still going through the process that I said I was going through. So sometimes it, it takes some time to really evaluate how you feel and what you want to do. And, and uh, I think when the time's right, I'll be ready to make a decision one way or another, just like I said last week.
6: I would love for him to go. You know, on second thought, I'm going to prove Shefty wrong. Come on, let's go. We're going to play one more one more season here. Here is uh, the timeline that uh, Tom has. It starts with Jim Gray's question.
3: Do you have a timeline?
2: I don't know. I know when the time's right. So like I've always said, it's, you know, I'm very blessed to play as long as I had, you know, as, as, as things have gone on in the later parts of my career, whether that was five years ago or, you know, even this year, you know, there's a lot of interest in when I'm going to stop playing. And I understand that. I don't, It's not that I don't recognize that. just. When I, when I know, I'll know. And when I don't know, I don't know. And I'm not going to you know race to some conclusion
6: about that. Here's another question and uh, answer.
3: Would this perhaps be the impetus, the chip on your shoulder that you need, the thing that says, hey, screw all these people. I'm still at the top of my game. I might want to continue, so I'm going to continue. <laughs>
2: you know, I think my motivation for playing football is to win and be successful. And maybe there's little parts of motivation that come from different places or What people may say or think, but I'm mostly motivated from uh, inside and, you know, wanting to be the best for my teammates and my coaches and my organization.
6: Yeah, I don't know. He won a Super Bowl in Tampa and it feels like, all right, I did what I said I was going to do. I wanted to prove the Patriots wrong. I wanted to prove Belichick wrong. I wanted to be able to prove that I could still play at a high level. You can make the argument he should be the MVP this year. I don't think he's going to win it. I think it'll be Aaron Rodgers, but Brady gave us a great season. If I take away his age and I just said this quarterback had this season, you'd go, Oh my God, that's a good season. And then I throw in the degree of difficulty at 44 and you go, that's impossible. But they weren't healthy. They had some defensive screw-ups or they would have won that game. If that game went into overtime, there's no doubt in my mind, Tom Brady's winning that game, but you know, he did everything he, was, he could do. Now, he didn't do anything when they were down 27-3 to 3, that they got down at that point. But then everything after that, you got to give him credit. 27-3, to 3, coming back, tying the game. And then the Rams made a couple of big plays. Uh, the defense was in the wrong position. The secondary was. It felt like, uh, you know, there were some mental lapses there that cost the Buccaneers. But that team wasn't. I didn't think Tampa was that good this year. I mean, I thought they were good. I didn't think they were great. Last year, at the end of the year, they were great. Because you had that offense, and that defense was special. Yeah, Paul? I,
7: I would think what's got to be really tough for some of these guys who retire and they still have something left, like Drew Brees was playing pretty well last year, spotty. But Tom Brady's going to be watching football next year going, I'm better than that guy, better than that guy, better than that guy. And there's probably going to be like 25 of that guys. That's got to be tough on a Sunday next year, watching football. Or like if he was doing a Manning cast type things like, Eli and Peyton, they're not better than the guys they're covering. Tom will be still better than them. That's got to be weird.
6: Yeah, but Michael Jordan probably feels that when he watches these NBA players. But he's not right. Like, to Wait, Michael, <laughs> mine. Yes,
7: Michael does believe it. You're right.
6: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if Tom is going to think that way. It feels like once he's done, he's done. And you can't sit there and go, uh, God, I'm better than Kirk Cousins. Man, I... Still better than whoever Daniel Jones. Yeah, I guess you could say that. But how long are you going to do it? And what does that solve? I mean that that to me makes it worse. Because then why did you retire? Then you're mad at maybe your wife because she made you retire. Oh, these kids! I should be out there playing. Where's Gronk? Where's Edelman? <laughs> Come on. I don't I don't see him playing anymore. But If I said that, would you bet a week's pay that Tom Brady is retired by the end of the month, at the end of February, Jim Harbaugh is an NFL head coach by the end of February, both or neither? Is that your poll question? Mm, It can be. Although, well, Brady's retired. Harbaugh... I just don't get this. I, I, I just I text my Big Ten source, and I said, what's, what's the deal here? And my source said, you know, uh, this feels like it's closer than you would think because National Signing Day, and here's Harbaugh going to visit the Minnesota Vikings. Wild. Yeah, Tom.
5: If Harbaugh took the Vikings or another NFL job, how much do you think it would be because he has this desire to get back into the NFL versus I've gone as far as I can go as the Michigan coach. I'm just never going to crack the Final Four or win a championship. I beat Ohio State, and I'll just end it there.
6: I don't know. I don't know what makes him tick. Feels like unfinished business. He didn't win a Super Bowl and wanting to go back, his brothers won a Super Bowl. He's not going to win a national championship at Michigan. But, you know, really it come, comes down to can you make it in, well, we're going to have 12 teams in the playoffs here coming up, but you, know, you got to beat Ohio State. That's really your season, and I don't think you can beat Ohio State on a consistent basis. They had a team that was built to beat Ohio State, and they, they were more physical. They manhandled Ohio State. Ohio State had a ton of talent, as we saw in the Rose Bowl, uh, but it felt like that they could be pushed around. And Michigan did a great job running the ball, and uh, they, were, they overpowered Ohio State. I don't think that happens every year. But I don't know what makes Jim tick. I don't think many people know what makes Harbaugh tick. But maybe it's just, hey, I, I had to swallow my pride. You took half of my salary, and I came in, and we had an unbelievable season. And we got to the Final Four. Yes, we were blown out. But I, I brought you guys back, respectability. I've made, made Michigan football relevant after Brady Hoke. And maybe he says, you know, mission accomplished. He's actually stayed at Michigan longer than I thought he would. Because if you look at his stops along the way, might be three years, might be four years with Michigan because it's his alma mater. I think he could leave and not feel bad about it. And Michigan fans might say, we understand it. maybe. I I don't want to speak for them. I'm just trying to understand if Harbaugh wants to go. Okay, hey, we got to the Final Four. Now, if you lost to Ohio State and you went to the Outback Bowl, then they're probably saying, "Yeah, Jim, uh, thanks. See you later. Good luck in the NFL." Now it's. But I'm I'm surprised the Bears didn't go after Harbaugh. Like if you're if you're saying, okay, is he a hot commodity here? Is he a hot candidate? Well, were the Raiders in on Harbaugh? It almost felt like that was a story that was, hey, put it out there that uh, Jim could be interested in the Raiders. And then Miami doesn't want to take him away from Michigan. And now the Vikings? Okay. But not the Bears where you played? He's beloved in Chicago. That was surprising. Yeah, Paul.
7: I-, I think you're right there. I- I wonder if Harbaugh's thinking to himself, I haven't been a hot NFL prospect in a couple of years. It may not happen again. If I'm going to jump, I may have to jump now. And the past couple weeks, it doesn't seem like he's been interview places. So I could see him going to Minnesota or the Dolphins because if they go 8-4 and four next year or 9-3 and three and get waxed by Ohio State, he's off the radar again as far as an NFL hot prospect. You only get hotness a couple of times in your career.
6: It's tough. He's got his parents living next door to him, you know, the kids there. Yeah. And- but maybe he says, hey, I'm not going to get this opportunity again. I want to coach in the NFL, and uh, I'm going to take one more shot here. A yeah. couple of phone calls in here. Do you want to go with that as the poll question, uh, Fritzy? Let's roll that out first. This All year right. Okay. Because I, I, you know, is Tom Brady going to play next season? No. Uh, yes.
4: And we got a few other polls, but we can discuss that as we okay. move along.
6: All right. Fair enough. Let's uh, start with Zach in California. Hi, Zach. What's on your mind today?
2: Hi, Dan. Uh, first-time caller, but a long-time fan of the show. 5'8", uh, 155. Thanks. Um, just a, kind of a question after watching the CSC Championship game. Um, do you think Mahomes returns to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl with this current defense that the Chiefs have? I mean, we can consider it somewhat of an Aaron Rodgers-esque type game that he played yesterday? Or would you consider that a letdown by the defense yesterday?
6: Well, um, I'm going to give the Bengals credit because Joe Burrow made some big plays. And he did it with his legs. So it wasn't one of the the, the last time they played prior to this one, you know, the defense gave up a, a lot of points, a lot of yards. It felt like that defense was playing pretty well, certainly well enough to win a Super Bowl. I just put this on Andy Reid and Eric Bienemy, along with Mahomes. You guys made it look so easy. First three drives, everything's great. Twenty-one points, twenty-one three. Then your ego got in the way at the end of the first half. Just get your three. That's all. Second half, you get the kickoff. Just you score. You have to score at the end of the first half. Have to. Now look, that pass to Tyreek Hill. They could have scored a touchdown, but I would have said you're still flirting with danger there because if he's tackled, the clock runs out. And when I'm watching, I'm thinking, well, that is a win for the Bengals. 21-10, that's a win. 24-10, okay. Now, you know, now we got to score two touchdowns. It just felt like there was that mental letdown if I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. But, there was no adjustment in the second half. The Bengals rushed three and put eight back. I don't know why he didn't run the football. I'm, I put that a lot on the play calling here. And if Eric Bieniemy doesn't call the plays, I can't blame him. I'm going to blame Andy Reid. It's like Andy Reid always gets the credit when things go really well with the play calling. I don't know if Eric Biennemi is going to get blamed. Poor Eric is like... Man, I blame me. How about give me some credit occasionally here? Yeah, Paul.
7: I wish there was a little sensor during the game you could see who exactly called the plays. Like a little little <laughs> light goes on over Andy Reid. He called that play. It's a seventy-five yard touchdown. <laughs> That's him. That's, That's him. him. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. And then when a play goes wrong, that was the offensive coordinator up in the booth. That's playing. not
6: me. Uh, Tom Pelissero reporting. The Vikings plan to fly Jim Harbaugh for an interview Wednesday in Minnesota. Side spoke Saturday to gauge Harbaugh's interest in the head coaching job. Now another big step towards Harbaugh potentially returning to the NFL. Uh, Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Hi, guys. Hope you guys had a wonderful weekend watching
4: some football. Um, shout out to Marvin. like to see you there on Peacock. Nice outfit there with a, with a monochrome black look. That's awesome. Anyways, hey, guys, uh, just had a couple of quick thoughts here. Maybe uh, Nick Wright can explain Patrick Mahomes, you know, dropping QBR, which was a record between the first half and second half as QBR dropped over 137 points. You know, um, I don't know. Like you said yesterday, maybe we can look at the tape. Maybe there's an injury, but that's just, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. But I did kind of have a trivia question for the room. Oh, um, right. Wanted to see um, the Bengals have had five losing seasons before this run to the Super Bowl what was the last NFL team to have five straight losing seasons then the next season make a run to the Super
6: Bowl? Hmm. You want to give us a hint? Yes. It'll bring this Super Bowl matchup full circle. Yes, Marvin. It's the Rams in 99-2000.
4: 1999 Rams with Kurt Warner were the last team to make this same run, so it's just fitting. Bengals and Rams.
6: All right. Well, All thank right. you, Andrew and uh, Marvin. By the way, is a Niners fan has his Niners hat on today. How you feeling today?
0: We had a ten point lead in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> we had a ten point lead Sunday. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
7: Falcons fans, Allen Atlanta. I feel for you.
6: <laughs> uh, oh, Chris in Alabama is back. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind?
3: Gentlemen, Mr. Patrick, how are you this morning, sir? Great. Great. Just wanted to call in a couple of things before we get started. A six-foot and a conspicuous 265. <laughs> I uh, just wanted to call in, Dan. Uh, a couple things I wanted to correct from yesterday. I want to talk a minute about uh, and keep it in the spirit of your mother. I wanted to talk about Seaman and the French Kid and uh, give you an update on that. And then I have a serious question for you, uh, something that was reported yesterday. Uh, first, let's get to Semen and the French Kid. Uh, Dan, I just wanted to apologize. My people couldn't get out to your people in time uh, to get this thing worked out with Seaman and the French Kid. You know, when you start talking about uh, you know nationalities and kids and stuff like that, they start talking about this human traffic and so forth we just couldn't get the permits worked out but i did want to pass a, a note uh, on to seaman fun fact as young sheldon would say uh when you're dealing with diesel it's not a gas cap it's a fuel cap a gas cap goes in cars we dan you're bigger okay. than this we got to get your people out there looking like they're <laughs> knowing what they're doing a dan. fuel cap A fuel cap. Yes, it's fuel when you're dealing with diesel. Okay. I just wanted to let you know that I do have my trucking brethren out on the road looking out for Seaman and the French kids since we couldn't get the permits pulled. He has a clear lane of travel all the way to (laughs) L.A., Uh, One thing I discovered yesterday, and this is last thing before I ask you my question, one thing I discovered yesterday, my people reached out to me and told me that I need to start uh, reaching out to some of your other back row instead of just semen, Uh, so one quick comment I wanted to hear. One thing I discovered about Fritzy is when you put him on the spot, is it just me? Or does he sound like the sweetest chef from the Muppets when you put him on the spot and you get him confused and aggravated? Uh, here's the quick question, Dan. Uh, it was reported on Paul Feinbaum yesterday that the reason Tom Brady is not going to announce his re- possible retirement until after Saturday is one of the stipulations in his contract says that he has until the 4th of February, and if he stays with the team until after the 4th of February, he gets uh, 10 of his 15000000 million sign-on bonus. Dan, love your body of work. Roll Tide. All right. Thank you, Chris. Uh, we debunked that
6: yesterday. We talked to Rick Stroud, Tampa Bay Times, and uh, he said that that's, that's not true that he has to delay this announcement so he's still on the roster so he's able to get this money. Rick Stroud said that that's not the case. All right, let's uh, take a break. Our play of the day is coming up. We may have some breaking news. Do you want to give me a hint here, Paulie, on said breaking news? Uh, yes,
7: yeah, someone's going to love it. Someone who's been on this show a few times. Is going to absolutely love this breaking news. Okay.
6: All right. Well, then should I just take a break? Yes. Play of the day and the... Now, is it breaking news? Completely. Or, oh, it's completely breaking news. Yes. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break and then we'll be back. Play of the day and breaking news after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app.
2: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
1: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
8: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
5: Oh my god. The play. The play is play of the day. Play it and play it. This is
6: the play of the day. Check this out. Well, Curry wins the tip. Curry stole the tip. Gets it back from play Thompson. The three. Good from the sideline. Even Curry's impressed with that one. 113 to 104. That's courtesy of the game. 95.7 The Game Warriors Radio Network. Steph Curry had 21 of his 40 in the fourth quarter as the Warriors won their sixth in a row. Play of the Day brought to you by Panini, the hottest rookies. You have the uh, big superstars. You have the all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at paniniamerica.net. We teased breaking news Four minutes ago, Tom Brady made it official. Tom Brady is retiring. Uh, He he put it on Instagram. I don't know if there's going to be a press conference. But, you know, imagine last night that you had Jim Gray talking to Tom on his podcast. And Tom was doing everything he could to kind of deflect here. And, you know, I got to factor in going through a process. And he was delaying the inevitable. And uh, I thought maybe if he got to Wednesday... Of this week, or he waited until after the Super Bowl, but he's going to, they made it official. And uh, I don't know if there's going to be any kind of press conference here, but uh, Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington were correct. It uh, was going to happen, the uh, retirement. So that's the breaking news that Tom Brady is officially going to uh, retire. Paulie is bringing the uh, Instagram hot off the press. I've always believed the sport of football uh, is an all-in proposition. If a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed. Success is what I love so much about our game. There's a physical, mental, emotional challenge every single day. Um, This is difficult for me to write, but here it goes. I am not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, and now it's time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. That's uh, Tom Brady. All right. He went on for about,
7: uh, I guess, six more slides on Instagram, and he thanked uh, different people from the Tampa Bay, the team, the coaches. uh thanked his family. He didn't mention anything about the Patriots or his past there, but that might be something in a different post.
6: Did he thank Adam Schefter? Schefter? He did not. He did not. Okay. i was just
7: curious. It is interesting that uh, Schefter and Darlington were absolutely correct. Yeah two and a half days later.
6: Yeah, because we got, you know, we reached out to ESPN PR and just said, uh, you guys standing by this? And they said, yes. So I, I didn't have any doubts about it. It was just the timing of it. Because Tom didn't say that he was coming back, wanted to come back. And all this speculation, oh man, he could end up with the 49ers. At this age, I mean, he's 44 with these kids and now you're going to uproot him again? Like, you can't be selfish. If he wants to play again, you play in Tampa. Not, you know, I want to retire. I want to quit. Uh, trade me to the 49ers so I can go out in style. I, don't, I mean, come on. He did everything that you could possibly ask for, and then some. He had nothing left to play for. Like, you're, you're actually competing against yourself. I mean, this is what happened with Jordan. I mean, Jordan had won six titles. He won three titles. He's like, I don't. I need a challenge here. Left, came back, won three more titles. And then you start chasing yourself. He went to the Wizards. He's still chasing the ghost of Michael Jordan with the Bulls. You never catch that guy. I mean, Tom is always going to want to play. But you can't. This isn't one of those. And, I, you know, I'm old enough to remember when Joe Namath and Johnny Unitas ended their careers with teams other than the ones that, you know, they, you know, earned their Hall of Fame uh, bust with. And you just watched him and you just, you didn't want to see that. Where you go, oh my gosh, I'm going to end with the Rams, going to end with the Chargers. It just, um, he played at a really high level. I mean, the bar is set so high. You know, we keep, we want Patrick Mahomes maybe to be the goat in waiting here. You know, it's a dynasty of one right now. Brady, you can't ask for anything more. Guys who play well and play well in big moments. Games on the line. And to have that moment against the Rams as your final game, down 27-3, to you come back, you tie it. He scared the hell out of the Rams. He just ran out of time. Yeah, Paul.
7: You know who I feel really bad for? I just thought, Ben Roethlisberger. Five years from next summer, he has to go in the Hall of Fame. If he's lucky enough to be a first ballot, which he probably will be, yeah. he has to go in the Hall of Fame and do his speech right before Tom Brady does his speech. And no offense, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger got two Super Bowl rings. He's you yeah. th- That stands on its own. It's great. But then you have Brady in the same yeah. speaking class.
6: Yeah. He, well, it's like when, when Peyton had his... You know, I don't know who else. Uh, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, I just remember Peyton. And Peyton came out firing. I think he said, uh, I think Ray Lewis just ended his Hall of Fame <laughs> speech. I think that's how he started it. He but, roasted some people. Yeah, he did. Uh, let's see. A couple of phone calls here. Jesse in Atlanta. Hey, Jess, what's on your mind?
9: Hey Dan, um, thank you and the guys for everything that y'all do. And uh, good morning. Um, just want to say two things real quick, and I'll, I'll listen. But first, Dan, my thing was for you because I respect your opinion and everything. Do you think that this early are you okay, anybody- Jesse? Are you okay? Oh, I'm. I'm sad, Dan. I'm sad because Seton is on the road and. And uh, But I'm happy, though, that McLovin's not there with them. I just wanted to know if McLovin actually factored in his decision plans for the travel. But
6: Oh, by the way, hold on, Jess. You just reminded me of something. Guess who had a hot take prediction? We had a hot take contest to start the season. And uh, this is the first week of the season. Here is McLovin's hot take prediction on the Bengals.
5: The Houston Texans will not get the number one pick in next year's draft.
6: Whoa, okay.
5: Because they're obviously intentionally uh, tanking. They've, They've traded another guy today. But they're such an incompetent team that they won't be able to do that right. And we've never seen NFL teams. The Jets tried to do it last year. They have Tyrod Taylor, a quarterback, who we've seen scramble his way to three wins in his sleep. I say the Cincinnati Bengals have the number one pick.
6: <laughs> that might be the last time we hear from McLovin. Oh no. Um, all right, Jess. So there you go. That's McLovin's hot take prediction on the Bengals to start the year.
9: Well he was just as good as Reddit or, you know, Wiki. But um, I'll say this, you know, I respect your opinion. Uh, two things, one for you one for Fritzy. Yours right. is the early reporting by ESPN specifically like Adam Schefter, do you think he's gonna lose you know, some sort of uh, relationships and the integrity of reporting way too early. No. And then for Fritzy, um, I don't know if he knows this or not, but Chris Sims has been or has been doing some limericks on his show. So are we borrowing or is Chris Sims borrowing because of what happened with the calling him out with softness?
6: Oh, um, no, no. Chris Sims is stealing from us. Absolutely. No, Nobody else wants to have limericks on the air. <laughs> At least I didn't think. I was not
4: aware Chris Sims was doing limericks. How yeah. about
6: that? And Todd even has a limerick. He has a, a Tom Brady limerick.
4: I do. You cued me up perfect for that if we have time. Yeah, go. Go get him. It's been reported that he's done. 22 years now, bask in the sun. Brady insisted he's undecided.
5: Could the media be misguided? But for now, the process is fun.
6: All right. Well... Probably should have done the limerick a little earlier. Yeah, that was kind of written before. It's <laughs> All right, was... my bad. My bad. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh <I'm> leaving <laughs> Michigan. I have an update. One more item. We close out hour one. Land Lakes, Florida. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation broke ground on its Do Good Village there. First of its kind, a community of 110 homes for the Foundation's program recipients. So together, families can heal. And it's a special place where families know their neighbors understand and care. It's a community where the children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured heroes can grow and experience life together. The Foundation's Do Good Village is going to help those families beyond measure. And it's all thanks to the extraordinary donation of a Many, well, a lot of acres of land and your generosity uh, help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of our heroes and those sacrifices they made for our country. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's the letter T, number two, letter T.org. Thank you.
0: Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1 800
5: Gambler 24 7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
9: It's my little escape.
5: Now Judy's the life of the party.
9: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
5: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>